Welcome to the Young Player Wellbeing Podcast. My name's Antonio, and if you're hearing this intro, it looks like I have the pleasure, and you have the pleasure, of me being your host for today's episode. The rest of the team is made up of the usual crew in Louis, Brad, and Vicky. We are all alumni of the University of Stirling's Psychology of Sport Masters Programme. We work on the Young Player Wellbeing Programme, which was developed by Care Visions alongside the University of Stirling. The programme aims to empower young athletes to take charge of their well-being. On this podcast, we share our knowledge and experience of relevant well-being topics and how these have an impact both in and out of sport. We welcome you to the podcast and hope you enjoy listening. Welcome everyone to today's episode. The usual, or not quite as usual, but I've got Lou and Vicky with me um, and Brad is He's still away, but he'll be back for the next one. Um, yeah, hopefully he'll be back, bring his A game after some well-earned rest. Um, Louis, how are you getting on? Yeah, I'm all good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Vicky, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. This In this week's episode, we're going to speak about a topic that's been brought up quite a lot by guests that we've had on the show. Um, it's a topic that we have done in the programme before, um, but we had actually haven't done as a as a podcast yet. Um, it's one that I think is really worthwhile speaking about. Um, so I'm quite excited to speak about it today. Um, we're going to be covering identity, um, speaking about sort of what we mean by identity, um, and then to help us cover this, we're going to speak a little bit about the social identity theory. Um, we won't go into too much detail. We won't sort of geek out or nerd out too much. We'll keep it very basic um and make sure we're relating it back to your listeners as well uh and then sort of moving on through that we'll start talking about athletic identity and why that's really important in young players and well just athletes in general um and then as we sort of move through that we'll start talking about identity in general in relation to our well-being and why it's just important in us understanding and gaining a sense of ourselves in perhaps more detail and as we move through life um to finish off with just to make sure we're not talking rubbish and you guys know we actually are backing up what we say. We're going to share, share some clips of you on, on some of the previous guests we've had on and what they've said around identity. And we'll also give the information there on where you can find the clips um, and what episodes they're in. And then just as, as sort of usual, we'll just do some sort of closing thoughts and and then you'll you'll be sick of us by then. So you can head off and do whatever it is you're going to do with your day. So um, we'll start off then. Uh, what do we sort of mean by identity, guys? I'll go on that one. So to me, identity is it's a, it's a person's sense of, of who they are in basic terms, I'm sure. Just about everyone will know that. But it can be made up of like different parts of your life. So as you mentioned, you're talking about social identity there. It could be like social groups or things like values can make up your identity. So that's a basic definition of identity that, that I would give. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And something that I would just add as well is that usually those groups that you belong to that make up your identity are of some importance to you, um, whether that is just like emotional or like anything else. Yeah, really good. And I think as well, what's important to, to just cover there is identity also sort of is what you hold is important. It's what you value in life um, is also what I believe makes up someone's identity. Um, and that's what I think makes up my identity. Um, just want to touch upon there because we've 
mentioned it already. Um, a big part of the theory around social identity is obviously it's the groups that we belong to. We sort of hold dear and we value those groups. And as we sort of said there, they make up who we are. Um, so do you guys just want to go into a bit more detail about perhaps what we might mean about the in groups and the out groups and why they're important when it comes to identity and understanding ourselves? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, like an example, just to sort of try and get the point across. So if I'm a Celtic fan and there's another Celtic fan, he's in the in group, the Rangers fans in the out group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's important that obviously not every group is, is going to be as extreme as that, but it's the idea that in life, you know, it could be different sports teams that you're part of, but in, in life, you're going to spend time developing yourself. It could be within your family. So I, when I think about my own groups that I might be a part of, so I think about my family is going to be one group that I'm, I'm within. Um, and then I'll think about perhaps some of my work colleagues that I work with, that'll be another group that I'm in. Um, so when we say in groups, it's not just one group, it's it's multiple groups. But the idea is that these groups build up a perspective with us and who we are. So the people we interact, they're the people we interact with most. And because of that and because the environment and the groups that we're part of, they play a role and they impact how we develop as people. That also means that, yeah, that our sort of identity is embedded within these within these groups. So who we are and how we perhaps view certain aspects of the world is is linked to that in group and then out groups as Louis sort of put sort of um got across there are the ones that we yeah we we don't view ourselves as being a part of so yeah it's quite uh it's not too much of like an in-depth sort of theory but it's for me it's a thought-provoking one anyway yeah um, I was going to say as well so with like your social identity I think it is really worthwhile just having a think through of like the different different groups that you're part of because I know that we all did it we did the social identity mapping and it is quite eye-opening like you do realize how many different groups you're part of and how much time you sort of allocate to those groups so it gives you a better sense of your own identity just from the groups that you're uh, belonging to so that's kind of point that we're trying to get across yeah and just as well like if you do think about that there's so many like ways to be a part of a group so it could be even just by location um so even just like obviously i'm german you guys are not so even something as simple as that but also just like social groups and hobbies like volunteer groups sports teams that you play with sports teams that you support like group as groups at school like there's so many different groups and it's just you don't think about it necessarily until you actually decide to like consciously think about it yeah definitely i think later on we'll start talking about why this is so impactful um but so we can sort of keep this relatable and we don't go into too much detail and use the word group too much in um in one go we'll we'll start discussing athletic identity a little bit and why as well-being coaches we think it's so important that players are really aware of their athletic identity and also how strongly they relate to and they and they value their identity as an athlete. Louis or Vicky, do you want to sort of just to discuss what we mean when we talk about athletic identity? Yeah, so you kind of covered it there. So it's the degree to which a person 
identifies with their role as an athlete. So like we were mentioning the different groups there. So this is just one part of their life as an athlete. So you get some people who really strongly identify with their role as an athlete. You get some who are probably in the middle and then you get some who wouldn't really identify with the role as an athlete as much. But the important thing here is is how much that identification as in their role as an athlete overrides other part of their life. Uh, so like say you've got family, you've got social groups. If, if your athletic identity is taking importance over those other groups, then that's when it can become an issue. So in, in my opinion, it's about finding the right balance between having your athletic identity, but then you've also got the, the other parts of your life that you sort of uh, place importance in. So, yeah. Um, as Having a strong athletic identity, it can be good for performance, but as I said, it's just finding that balance. Yeah, I really like that point you made, and I think that idea of finding the balance and again bringing that sense that we're all individually different so some people might have a stronger athletic identity than others and that might benefit them but it's taking into account and I'm thinking about it from the well-being perspective of actually if your sole and main identity is as let's say a football player when it comes to sort of off the pitch and finding a purpose and perhaps um, you know finding things that you find enjoyable outside of that you might struggle because you've not actually spent the time developing that identity and developing those hobbies and interests so what I think about is okay if your main identity is as a football player it might be great while you're playing really well but what if you have a few games where you're not playing so well you know then you because you value that identity so highly you might devalue yourself as a, as a person because you might say, okay, I'm 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 not a good footballer, but it's actually taking away and and having that knowledge by looking at your identity map that we've spoken about and saying, okay, well, you know, just because I'm not doing so well in football at the moment doesn't mean I'm less. I view myself as less of a person. I'm actually, you know, I'm still thriving perhaps in school, or I'm still actually a really good mate. And it's having that by being part of perhaps your school friendship group and having that identity you can then still value yourself and still, you know, hold yourself as important and think, okay, just because I'm not playing so well, it doesn't mean my friends don't like me. You know, my friends still like me. I'm still a really good te- um, still a really good mate to them and another sport that you might be interested in. Um, so for me, when it was growing up, I did loads of sports. So um, thinking about when I was heavily invested in my tennis, I used to really struggle with my identity because it was like if I had a bad game, I felt poorly of myself. But then later in life if I had a bad running race it never impacted me because I was focusing on perhaps my cycling or I was focusing on doing other hobbies with my mates outside of that so it meant that it didn't actually knock my confidence and knock my and knock yeah how how I valued myself in in the world um too badly I'm not sure if you guys can relate to or build upon that yeah Yeah, I can I'm going to say like the points that you guys have mentioned is there's so much more like to you already like for any of the young players listening like football is a big part of your life but when you think about it it's probably not the only part of your life so there's so much more and I think David Wheeler um, brought it up on his last podcast as well like you can be a footballer and 
like something else like whether you're into climate change or into another sport or like anything else yeah i can definitely relate to some of the points you're, you're talking about tony in terms of what you were speaking about when you were younger and you were playing tennis and yeah, had a really strong athletic identity then i think when i was younger as well i, I did with football sort of like in my mid-teens and thing that whenever i would get injured then that's when it would I would feel the worst because my whole life felt it, it was but the majority of it felt as if it was geared towards football just because I love playing it so much and then when I get injured I, I thought oh what have I what have I got now and it probably made me I was more down about it than I should have been so you've got those different situations that you'll be faced with so like you get injuries maybe transitions where you move to a different team that might be difficult or getting released and then you've got other ones like retirement. So if you're dedicating your time to other to sort of improving in other areas of your life and making sure that like say you're dedicating time to family, friends, all those other things, then hits that you take, they won't feel as bad. And um, so yeah, that's it's just even more reason why it's important to try and have sort of different identities. Yeah, I just want to build upon that because it's a really important thing you mentioned there. And the concept of identity and transitions and what I'm thinking about here is that non-normative transition into an injury um, and we spoke about that with Bradley Steedman um, previously where he, he spoke about the importance of players perhaps um, I think he said that one player went and when they were injured they were doing like a joinery course and they said they absolutely loved it and it's the best they've felt because it was another part of their identity and their personality they were developing they were building this more um, broader sense of self than just I'm the footballer and that's the only thing I'm working towards um, and I think it's so important it for when it comes to something like an injury especially if it's a long-term injury and you've if you've been so fixated on becoming a foot on, on football and succeeding in football to then be injured and for perhaps eight months you can't really work towards doing that so you can't be on the pitch developing these skills that actually while we're not saying it's going to make that issue go away, but actually being able to go and focus on developing other hobbies and interests. I'm thinking about Hector Bellerim. He went away and he spent a lot of time getting in, I want to say touch, but no, actually spending time integrating himself into the community um, around Arsenal and finding a bit of um, purpose there. He said that it really sort of shaped his life and helped him cope with the fact that he couldn't train and play as much and it's also that giving him a healthy distraction and a healthy way of coping and also giving him something to focus on and work towards and I think another thing he got into was fashion as well I'm not saying that everyone needs to go and try and get like a contract with Gucci or something but you know he, he spent a bit of time working on these other parts of himself so that actually by the end of it he didn't just come back into football and start working towards becoming a footballer again he also came back a better person because he'd found more purposes in life and he'd found more things that he actually really realized he valued as important um and I think you know he says that he felt like he came back a better person he really grew from from that injury so it's while the injury obviously was a setback it was also an opportunity to grow and and find not trying to get too deep but like you know find himself a bit more so yeah I thought I just wanted to talk about that point uh, more just before I move on does anyone have any thoughts that they want to share regarding that that topic? I think the keywords just balance, like try and find the balance between the things that you've gotten in your life. So we always go about going about 
balance between well-being and performance is in this case it's just about balancing different parts of your identity and making sure that you've got a sort of widespread of different identities if that makes sense yeah definitely i think as well i think sometimes people can often get mixed up between when we're saying don't you know uh become too fixated on just working on that identity as in in relation to this episode as a footballer you know focus on the other identities it doesn't mean we're saying you can't you don't still need to sort of work hard at your own craft you know that's not what we're getting across of course you need to work hard to succeed but we're just saying you know make sure you're spending that time to take a step back and work on the other areas of your life that are important and that you do need to work on you know you it's that concept of you're more than just a footballer um and i think that's what we try and get across in the program as well is that you know it's almost you're more than just the athlete you are this whole person um and you have got a lot going on in your life as well and I, another thing when we talk about athletic identity and relating it back to the player and helping them understand the importance of it is actually the the impact that developing multiple identities can have on performance just specifically and helping them cope with pressure on the pitch before i sort of steal the show too much and go on to talk about this does anyone want to just share some thoughts around the idea of identity and being able to handle pressure better yeah i mean you brought it up tony before the podcast but i think it was a really good point um because if you only see yourself as a footballer you put so much additional pressure on yourself and that you if you don't perform well then you feel like you're not like as valuable or like as good whereas if you have other things in your life as well then a little bit of a slumber performance or even just that one game that didn't go well is not gonna like put you down as much and I think if you don't put that pressure on yourself it's gonna help you perform better because that's not the only value you have yeah 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 definitely I think um that's a great point in terms of like how how it would affect your performance but then how you'd feel after it say if you had a bad game I think Paul Dixon, when he was in the podcast, mentioned this. He said that one of the things that helped him throughout his career was being able to switch off after a match. So it was it went from being Paul Dixon, the footballer, to Paul Dixon, the the dad, the husband. So I think that's a sort of like a superpower that you can have as a sports person. Like if you're able to just switch off, let's say after a game and go go into being like the, that like family member rather than having like staying within your identity as a footballer for the rest of the night and just thinking about what you could have done better. That's not going to be good for your for your well being. Definitely not. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think for me, uh, I've personally experienced this myself. But knowing that I have other identities to fall back on and knowing that I've got other parts myself that that make up Antonio when it came to my actual sporting performance on the pitch it helped me navigate my self-talk better um so rather than my you know we call it like the internal monologue so rather than my thoughts and the stuff I was telling myself about being like oh if I have a rubbish game then like that's it or you know everyone's gonna hate me and you know I'm gonna be a rubbish person actually being able to be on the pitch and be like no like you know Obviously, one, it was sort of trying to say, you know, you aren't going to drop it. You know, this is you are going to make this catch. But it was actually thinking about when I was on the pitch, turning around and saying, you know, you it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, because actually after the game, 
you know it's, it's not going to make a massive dramatic change to your life you know this one moment in time isn't going to define you and it's that you know Bukayo Saka when he missed the penalty in the Euros that doesn't define him and his whole life just based off one situation yeah it's a difficult one to get over but actually you know he's more than just that footballer he's more than just that 19 year old that missed a penalty kick he's you know he's got so much more that he's giving to society and, and to life um yeah I think I went a bit off topic there but that's something that I find helps me like on the pitch is just sort of reminding yourself of that and reminding yourself of the other bits that make up you so that when yeah. you're on the pitch, you're not putting all that pressure on you're not being like I must make this because actually it doesn't matter if you don't make it, it doesn't mean you're gonna you know it doesn't matter if you miss that shot on goal one you can go again and and two you know you're so much more than just the guy that's able to to kick a ball well um that's really interesting like I've, I've not really heard anyone speak about say like the them thinking about having different identities whilst they're, they're playing and like how it'll affect them after the game because i think people in sport can take it very seriously within a game to the point where it's like life or death like i know that when i'm playing sometimes I, i'll like think like oh I, I really need to make this pass i really need to do this but that's that's a good sort of different perspective and things I think that a lot of people could learn from. Yeah, what I think you've just said. Yeah, for me it was just like it was like a small thing. Like when I'm, I think because for me, America, like I played American football to a high level, and it's such like a stop-start game when you're waiting to build up. And I was often in a position where I knew the ball was going to come to me, and I had to. If I didn't catch it, it would be a bit of like a. A messy situation let's say so it put a, there's quite a bit of pressure on you there to make sure you're going to make that catch but for me a lot of the time I'd be like well even if I mess up like you know my best mates on the sideline they're not going to hate me forever you know they, they know that you know they're still going to value me as a person because that's not the only reason why we get along well it's not just because I'm able to catch a ball well or I'm able to play that sport well it's because of all the other parts that make up me and you know the humor that we share and stuff like that and you know it's like often my my girlfriend at the time would come and watch me play and I was like she's not gonna dump me because I just dropped the ball and it's putting I found that like putting the sport into perspective like that for me just when I was on the pitch of course I was still thinking about technical elements but just having that little step back before you went back into a situation was a good way of calming the nerves and putting stuff into perspective more um just thinking rationally it sounds like what you're doing yeah definitely because um, like you said it's easy to get really carried away oh <clears throat> there goes the voice again um easy to get really carried away so sort of moving away from that just focusing on athletic identity because I think there's loads we can unpick there we can almost be there for hours just picking up different parts of it and why it's important but just moving on when we talk about identity and just general I mean we've already touched upon it before but um I'm thinking about stuff that's perhaps uh, I think Ryan spoke about the importance of going and trying new challenges to actually uncover himself as a person more. When we look at developing our identity just to help our well-being in general rather than just to help our own performance, why is that so important? I think um, it's, it's obviously something that you do as you, as you get older. You will develop more identities as you get older and you'll you'll get to know yourself better. And like I, like I just said, it's like with well-being, the, the key word's balance. So it's it's having those different identities and and it's having that balance between well-being and performance. So 
Yeah, I don't know if I can really expand much from what I said before, but yeah, I think that's just the the main part for me. It's it's all about balance. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I could add, but kind of said it all. Just like trying to go out and try new things. Um, and something as well, I think that I just was thinking about is you don't have to be good at something to be a part of that group. Um, I don't know if that made sense, but basically I now I have a lot of plants and like that's a part of my identity. Like I absolutely love plants. I have a lot of them. But when I got my first plant, like I wasn't good at keeping them alive, but it was still something that was important to me. Um, so I don't know if that's a bit of a stupid example, but when we talk about like going out and trying new things to see if like that's something that you will actually enjoy, um, it doesn't mean that you have to be like immediately good at them for it to be a part of your identity. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I thought at first you said plans there, so it's like I thought that <laughs> rather than flights, so it's like you yeah, all right, that's good. Yeah, I just think that was a bit of a quirky thing to like be bad with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> makes sense now yeah and I think yeah so, so the direction of thought I was having as well was that idea and and this li links to the most recent episode we did with Lucas where he talks about pushing comfort zones and, and trying new things so he obviously and we're not going to say this is what you need to do but he moved to Liverpool and he, he spent a bit of time in America and for me I relate to that strongly because I went off to university in Scotland so that was although it's still in the UK it's a very different culturally to where I'm based now down in England um I traveled around quite a lot I was, had the privilege of being able to travel around quite a lot for tennis when I was younger um and as I said I've, I've always been part of loads of different sports teams and I think for me being able to do all of that and go into those different social groups and go into those different social contexts allowed me to get a real understanding of different perspectives as well so it broadened my ideas of you know when you're in perhaps a town and you're growing up with people you don't realize that you've all gone to the same sort of school you've all had the same perspective and the same kind of background you know me and my family are going to have very similar values because they're they've sort of taught me a lot of my values but when I went to perhaps Sterling and spent um what was it five years there in the end or five or six years there in the end I understand it you know this this perhaps the Scottish culture a bit better but I understand their perspective and their views and things that they hold held as important and that helped build a better perspective of of you know life for me and how I viewed life and what I thought was actually important um and Vicky I know you also did a lot of traveling as well so did you find that I'm not perhaps taking it away from just traveling but did you find that making yourself join different groups and speak to different people that perhaps you wouldn't have had the chance to before did you find that that actually helped broaden your sense of self better and gave you a better understanding of what you held as important? Yeah, definitely. I think because you, so I've lived in Canada for a bit and then obviously I've been in the UK for six years now and both of the unis I've been to are very international. Um, so you get to speak to a lot of different people um, and especially nowadays as well, to be honest with like social media, it just helps you um sort of learn what you value in yourself and other people just because you speak to so many people who have different experiences than your own and I think it's such an important thing to do because you will learn more about yourself but you will also learn how to be maybe more empathetic and understanding of other people and other cultures and like 
other identities basically yeah that's great and I think the the best example I thought of and I brought it up before we started recording was that concept of I'm sure people have been to you know a restaurant before and you can tell you know if it's a big group you can sort of sometimes tell the ones that have worked in the service industry and the ones that haven't because we tend to be perhaps like that a little bit more empathetic and we can understand and we we get the stresses that come with being a waiter in, in a restaurant or being the chef that's in the kitchen making a mistake um you know so it helps you understand that and, and yeah as I said it, be more empathetic and be more understanding there and I think that's a real easy visual example of seeing what actually trying new things and, and yeah pushing your boundaries and having lots of different you know you don't just have to have one part-time job perhaps trying different part-time jobs to see what suits you helps you get yeah a, a better perspective and a better understanding of what other people might be going through or why another person perhaps made that mistake so I like just like that example so I thought I'd throw it in yeah I think what, what you're both speaking about as well just shows the importance of what values and connection to your identity and how oh, sorry, Sorry, I'm not watching. <laughs> not understanding what I'm saying anyway. Um, so like the the social the social groups that you're in can influence your values as well. So that's that's what I was getting from from both of you there. And um, yeah, definitely. Like even in the last year, I'd say my the values that I have have changed, and it's changed my own identity. So like more openness to other people, that sort of thing. So. It just shows they, they all can influence each other, like social groups, values, identity. Yeah, great. I think we're sort of coming towards the end of, of this episode and that's because I don't want to talk too much about identity. I think if anyone was doing a drinking game about, you know, I, every time the, the word identity is mentioned to have a drink, they'd be absolutely plastered by now. So what we'll do, we'll, I'll just finish off with any sort of closing thoughts you have around the topic that we covered today. Yeah, so definitely go out and try new things. Um, don't just focus on like one identity. Um, having like multiple social identities is great. It gives you like a sense of community. It helps you with a support system. I don't think we've touched on that in this particular podcast, but, but we've touched on it in a lot of others. And it's also like really good for kind of your self-esteem and just helping you deal with like challenging situations. Yeah, similar to Vicky, I, I would say just sit and have a think of the different identities that you may have. Like, it's definitely a worthwhile exercise. Like, even the like the social groups that you're part of gives you a better understanding of yourself and it helps you realise where you're putting most of your energy into. So, like, like we spoke about, you could be putting, like, 90% of your energy into like, your athletic identity. And it makes you realise that you're not putting enough time into spending time with like family and friends. So I would say even just doing a simple task like that for 10 minutes would would help a lot of people. Yeah, 100%. And I think my sort of closing statement that I want to get across is that concept of you're so much more than just the football player. And I think we've had guests that have mentioned it before, but you know, I really want to double down on that. I think it's something that I, you know, now being someone that, has been I'm involved in so many different sports and I've got so many different hobbies and interests that I do now like it, it it helps you so much in like the sport that you are working towards and and the sport that perhaps you feel the most pressure through 
if you're actually you've got other identities to fall back on and within those other identities you've got you know support networks like you mentioned Vicky it really can help you in your well-being but also in your performance really thrive and become your best self so before we wrap this up guys i just wanted to highlight some of the previous episodes we've had with guests where identity has been covered so you can go away if you've not already you can go away and and have a listen while the episodes we have is with bradley steedman um in the let's talk injury where we discuss how having multiple identities helps overcome and helps you recover from injury with david wheeler we discuss the importance of in um of developing a dual identity and how that helps helps positively impact on him um vicky have you got an episode that you can think of i definitely know that ryan sturton and murray have talked about having multiple identities as well um i think that was more in a well-being context rather than just performance but it's definitely worth a listen as well yeah what about yourself louis i think they've all been mentioned i was going to mention the ryan sturton one i thought that was good <laughs> Uh, no, I can't think of any, any other ones. No worries. Yeah, I think the the Lucas one as well, where he touches upon pushing boundaries, um, is another really great one for developing that. Yeah, to looking at ways that you can develop identity um, through just yeah broadening your horizons a bit and and getting out and and trying. I guess yeah, going to like I guess new new places and and just pushing your boundaries by trying new activities and, and hobbies yes yeah, so, i mean i feel like this has been another really great episode um thank you for vicky lou for joining me again um if you do want to find out more or get in contact with us then either leave some feedback or um get in get in touch on our instagram page which is ypw underscore podcast yeah thank you very much louis and vicky for joining me um i hope you enjoyed this episode too loved it definitely cheers, cheers.